Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com, where you can get all your sex information and sex news and listen to our podcast. You can watch our podcasts. We've got so much going on with Sex with Emily. So thanks, everyone. Happy Monday. And I'm here with Lauren, my intern. She's standing in for Menace today. Hi, Lauren. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, so, okay, here's a few things I have to tell you. We still have our our thing going on. If you want three months free of Sex with Emily, all you have to do is like the Sex with Emily Facebook page. And every day, one person will be randomly selected to win a free Sex with Emily membership. And if you're already a fan, you're still eligible. And if you're selected, we'll send you a message on Facebook about your free membership and announce it on the show. And I also want to talk about Fire TV because they're awesome. Fire TV, if you become a Friends with Benefits member, you also get 30 minutes free and you can check it out. It's like the Netflix of porn. It's really cool. It's a great way to just kind of get some new porn and see what you like. You can like sort by all these categories and we'll give you 33 minutes. Plus, you'll get the super hot movie Wealth and Deception. So check out FireTV.com. When you become a member, all you got to do is register at Fire TV and then launch the chat window. Tell them that you're with Sex with Emily and we'll give you 30 minutes. Also, this is your very last day to vote. You have to go to SFWeekly.com. We're nominated. It's one of the top five podcasts, best podcasts in San Francisco. And we really need your vote. And we love your vote. So just go to sfweekly.com. You'll see a banner where it says polls. And then uh, click on that and then go to item 20 and just click Sex with Emily, submit, and we're golden. We would love, love, love that. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing here. And I'm here with Lauren. And how was your weekend? My weekend was fun. I had a great time. Good. It was good to see the party. My friend had this awesome party Friday night. And I invited Lauren to come. She's an event planner. And it was cool. How would you describe it, like, from your eyes? Um... It was really, I thought it was really trendy. It was trendy. Of, okay, It was cool. one of those uh, things I think you think of um, when you're like watching TV and it's like, oh, the fabulous people are like, <laughs> well, I guess like coming from college parties to. Right, exactly. There wasn't a, there wasn't yeah. a uh, uh, um, keg. No kegs. No, no kegs. keg stands. No, no freshmen throwing up in the bathroom. No freshmen throwing up in the bathroom. No keg stands. There was actually, it was actually a classy event with a bar and. Two bars. Two, two bars. Several bars. Two bars. And there was a kissing booth. My friend has a beautiful house. She has beautiful taste. It was her office, actually. It was her office, and it was really fun, and I was glad that you came. And um, and I, okay, as you all know, I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. I had my sex retreat this weekend, and it was very intense. It was with One Taste San Francisco, and uh, I'm not ready to talk about it today. So I'm going to talk about it tomorrow when Menace is back. I'm still processing because it was really intense. Just to give you an overview, I learned about orgasmic meditation. I um, did some naked yoga. I got naked several times. <laughs> so were there actually orgasms happening? There were some more. There were orgasms happening. I saw demonstrations of live demonstrations of women getting orgasms by men using this certain practice. And I met amazing people. 
And it was one of those things, like, when you have a really intense experience, like, you almost need a little – it ended last night, and I need more time to process it and talk about it. But I'm going to have some people on the show, hopefully this week, who were involved in it with me, and um, we'll talk more about it. But tomorrow, you're going to get the details. We're going to give you the play-by-play and um, of what I went through. Because right now, I'm just like, mm, not ready, and Menace wants to hear all about it. Menace is the VMAs. He went to the VMAs. I don't know if everyone checked that out, but the VMA Awards – uh, video Music Awards, and he got stuck there, so he's coming back tomorrow. So we'll get into it tomorrow, and I think you're going to like it. And, oh, here's our sex poll. Oh, we'll get that, that, that in a minute. So we have polls on our site and all that, but we'll get to that in a minute. And then um, today's show, we're gonna, we did a show last week, uh, it was two weeks ago, on cheating. Never got through the whole thing. Because cheating is a huge thing right now. They say the numbers are up, that 50% of women cheat and 50% of men cheat. So now we're going to talk about, a little bit later, signs that your partner might be cheating on you. We've also got your emails that you sent to feedback at sexwithelmy.com. Or a lot of you go to the Q&A on our site. There's a Q&A button where you can just click on that and you can submit your questions. Really easy to do. There is the 30-day, today some of the topics include the 30-day masturbation challenge, the elusive G-spot, Kegel exercises, and oral sex techniques on women. So we're going to get into that soon. And then, what else do I have to tell you? I guess that's what we've got. Let's talk about the poll. What, what did the poll say? So we've got a poll on our site. We've two days a week. We update it. We love to hear from you because we're trying to get all the sex information that's going on in the world out there. We don't know if we don't hear from you. So do you talk dirty in bed was the poll. And here's what you guys said. 8% said no, but I want to... St- oh, 5% said yes, but only because my partner likes it. said no, but I want to start. 26% said, "Mm, not my thing. But a whopping 61% said, yes, I love it. So interesting. 61%. I'm surprised that that there's actually people who do talk dirty just for their partners. I know. People do a lot of things just for their partners, which I can't imagine. Like, how do you fake dirty talk? Do you like, I love dirty talk. And I have to say, I think I'm pretty good at it. I've honed it over the years, but I feel like I have to always start it because maybe the guys don't know that I like it and I probably need to start doing it more. That's an interesting thing how to get into. Like, how do you start doing it? Yeah, we've actually done it. I don't know that we've done We We have done a show on it, but not lately. So maybe that's a good topic. Let's write that down. We'll do a dirty talk show. But or how to gonna... stop dirty talk because I love dirty talk too, but there's some people who just haven't got it down and probably shouldn't. Right. Right. And they're right. So, right. There's exactly. But practice makes perfect. Mm. And I think it's so hot when a guy talks dirty. And then I I don't know. And then I don't know if they're not talking dirty because they think that I don't like it. So I feel like I just need to start. Just like with sexting. We were talking about sexting a few weeks ago. And we were like, oh, the girl needs to start the sexting because the guy doesn't want to whatever. But so you like dirty talk too. I do. It's hot. Yeah. Except for. I've only had it probably once where it was just like, wait, what was that? You know, one of those like awkward, like, what? Wh- right. Huh? Like, was he just like, I want to fuck you or something? No, like it was even worse than that. Oh, no. It was, I love you. And it was just like. <laughs> That's not dirty, honey. That's- yeah. No, but it's definitely, it was definitely not one of those circumstances. Right. It was. He said, I love you yeah. in the middle of sex. Yeah. By mistake? Or did he really love you? Was he tell- um, did he tell you again after that? No, it was definitely by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I love you. That's was, usually like something that you wait for for a few months. Yeah. It wow. Was, and how many times had you, had you slept with them? 
Um, that was the first time. So interesting. Okay. Well, usually we I've done a bunch of stuff on this. We've talked about how to start with dirty talk, but usually you just kind of start with like describing what you like or what is going on. So you can be like, oh my God, you're, if you're a guy, like your breasts or your tits or whatever feel amazing right now in my hand, or I love the way your ass looks, or um, you feel amazing right now inside of me, or I love feeling you so deep inside me, or just like, think about like, you don't have to become like a total porn star. You can just describe the events as they're happening using, you know, more colorful language, perhaps. And those are all compliments, too. I mean, it's all compliments. Who doesn't like hearing that? Like- exactly. I love compliments. This guy that I'm dating, I always talk about this, Menace and I, and Lauren, you're kind of newish here, but we did this whole thing, Menace and I, a few months ago. I talked about how women love compliments. Like, we want it like 10 times a day if we're with someone. And he was like, wait, too much. What are you kidding me? 10 times a day. And okay, maybe 10 times a day was a bit of an exaggeration. Um, but this guy that I'm with is like, every day he's like, you're gorgeous. You're amazing. You're, 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 you're sexy. Like, you're so funny. You're so, and, it, and it feels really, really good. So, and Menace's whole theory is that this is his theory, which I think is ridiculous. I love when Menace isn't here because we can just like trash <laughs> him. But um, no, I love Menace. But, but he says the reason why women, the reason why he doesn't compliment women so much mm-hmm. is because. He feels like then they're going to know how much he likes him and then they're going to be like, oh, I've got you. Because that's such a bad thing. Like, yeah. Like then then they're going to be like, oh, I know this guy loves me. And so I've got him in the palm of my hand. And so, but no, I think it just is a confident, like the guy I'm dating is like super confident. And he's just like, you're hot. You're great. You're amazing. And it's not like I need it 10 times a day, but I'm saying at least a few times a day, like when you're with your partner, women and not because we're insecure and it's not because we think our ass looks fat in these jeans. It's because we're like, just like, tell us what you're feeling. Like, it, and, and I'll tell them. And he, the interesting thing about this guy is he likes when I compliment him back as well. I'm always like, you're so sexy. You're so amazing. And he's like, thank you. Like, it just feels good. It does. And we put so much work into like looking a certain way. Exactly. When you don't get anything back, it's just like, did I, did right. I waste like, my time? Like, how do I look? Like, tell me like. Like, tell me, like, whatever. I mean, yeah, women, we we take a lot of time getting ready. There's a lot of prep we have to do to get ready to see you. Like, women, we've got to get, like, our hair and shoes. You guys can, like, throw on jeans, T-shirt, shoes, you're done. Like, we've got, like, 100 pairs of shoes to choose from, 100 different things we could wear and do and get ready and prep. And I think that's why I was so upset last night when I went to that to that um, going away party for one of my friends. I put all this effort into looking nice. Oh, didn't even happen. Didn't even happen. Like, you were going to see an ex-boyfriend, too. Yeah, and he wasn't even there. So, Oh, well, he, and you, he, right. He we spent there, all like, this time. I'm sure you looked beautiful. Oh, <sighs> if you want to see... Okay, so if you want to see what Lauren <laughs> looks like, you should check out the Free Friday episode, which was awesome. Lauren was on the show, and she talked all about her... What'd you talk about, would you say? Well, how would you encapsulate it? Her sex life. What, uh, what turns her on? Much, yeah. What turns her on? And it was really interesting. We do these series sometimes where we just interview women about their sex lives and what makes them feel good. And I think we learned a lot in that show. And it was really friggin' awesome. She was very brave. What an awesome intern. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's what we want to hear from men. We want to hear that. uh, And then we're going to put up a new poll today. But I don't know what it is yet. But we are going to put up a new poll. But you can still go vote on this one because it's still on. Um, So yeah, compliments. And I think that just like... Not to be insecure about it. And also, Lauren, this week is also, I think we're going to have you do your sex toy review. Am I? If you want to. Um, okay. Sex toy review. I, I just need to mention Adam and Eve. They're the sponsors of our intern sex toy review, which we love. And adamandeve.com, if you have not used a sex toy yet, 
you've been curious about sex toys, you want to buy some porn, you want to buy some lingerie, you want to buy some massage oil, you just go to adamneve.com, you put in coupon code EMILY at checkout, and you get 50% off most items. You get three adult DVDs and a free gift and free shipping. It's the easiest thing in the world. So just please go support our sponsors. We love when you do that. We really, really appreciate it. Don't we? Okay. So we can move into some uh, sex in the news. Right on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. So we will get, we could get into the, we could do that after the craziest penis and vagina. We've got, if we have time today, we're going to get into the craziest vagina and penis accidents. The whole array today. Hilarious. Hilarious. Did you know there were so many? I mean, I, there's a lot. So we're going to end that. Super thirsty today. Okay. Oral sex is now a major concern in causes of throat cancers. Throat cancer. Members of the UNF Health Promotion staff believe the rise in throat cancer can be attributed to a change in our culture's view of oral sex. Scientists across the country are finding oral sex causes throat cancer. Passing tobacco is the leading cause in the United States. Wow, that's really scary. The reason behind the concern for oral sex is the potential infections behind HPV. HPV is a commonly sexually transmitted disease that infects about 40 million people today. Wow. By the time you've had your fifth partner, you've literally had sex with 400 people because of all the people they've had sex with. So I can't believe that, that it's, it's, it's passing tobacco as a leading cause in the United States. HPV is, I hear, very, very widespread nowadays. Very widespread. Yeah. Everyone be, like, really careful and use condoms. Um, I, I hear that, um, what is it, Gardasil? Is that the shot? I don't know. They have a shot to prevent uh, HPV, but, and it's the, you know, that one commercial. But uh, apparently it just came out that it's only protecting against, like, one type of strand. And there's three main types of strands. Wow. They haven't been advertising that either. And okay. I got the shots. They're kind of painful. You did? <laughs> did oh, yeah. good for you. I need to get the shots. Wow. Okay. So that's that. And then Thai Diplomat claims that the country will soon shed its sex tourism image. Good luck to Thailand. Arguably the sex tourism capital of the world, Thailand is now deliberately using the family tourism label to shed the sex destination tag, a Thai Diplomat said. Prostitution is commonplace to the tourism district of Thailand, which nearly 14 million tourists visit annually. A large chunk of these are single males or male groups of tourists seeking sex or sex arranged fun. Okay, I, have you been to Thailand? I've never been. Okay, so I spent like a lot of time in Thailand. Not, be, I did not go there for prostitution, but I did go to one of the sex clubs, and there was like a the women can like smoke cigarettes out of their vagina. <laughs> they can like do shit, like do things that you've never seen. Like they can pop, they can. Put tennis ball like like oh the ping pong balls ping pong balls I've, I've seen like shooting them out of their vagina. Like I mean, it's it's, it's actually yeah. like the circus if you really want to know. I don't know <laughs> that it turned you on, but then there is like, the whole prostitution thing and everything going on. But um, good for them, good for Thailand, change their image. You know, let's uh, see what, how that goes. The family tourism, but you know, we're always gonna think of Thailand as the uh, the red light district and all that stuff. And um, I had a good time there. Watch, I'll never forget the woman smoking a cigarette out of her vagina. What were you doing in Thailand? I was backpacking. For a year through Southeast Asia. Yes. Wow. Yes. About 10 years ago, I went by myself and I went all over. I went to Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia. Crazy, right? Left my job, just went by myself, the backpack and traveled. Spent a lot of time in Thailand, actually, maybe two months, like a month on an island and a month in Bangkok. 
But I go back and forth because Bangkok was kind of my hub. And it was pretty amazing. I met so many interesting people and I was totally free and met a lot of dudes. And... Isn't Bangkok like kind of scary and one of like the major... It's not. I mean, I was there 10 years ago. It's not really that scary. No, I didn't think I felt safe. But I I, I don't know if this is good or bad the way I am, but I feel safe wherever I I don't worry. I'm not a big worrier. And I don't worry about like, I'm safe when I go there. Like I hold my, you know, put my little fanny pack out, my money tucked inside my belt and make sure I don't get whatever. I was careful, but uh, I uh, I felt that it was safe. Nothing bad, really bad happened to me. That's good. I don't think anything stolen. Yeah, it was really fun. And I met a lot of dudes. I met a lot of men. It was really fun. It was like a lot of people like from European countries. You know, in America, we're like so – and a lot, we have a lot of Europeans and a lot of people from internationally listening to the show. And it is it – is, in America, we go to college right after. Right after uh, – right, right after high school. That's typically what we do. But in a lot of countries like Australia, Israel, they travel. They go traveling for a year. They like see the world. And I think it's important that we do that. So I worked for a few years and then I said, F this. I'm going traveling. And I had a one-way ticket to Bangkok and I just explored the world and uh, met a lot of interesting people. And it was very, very cool. Okay. There's a Rihanna sex tape, rumor and denial. Why is there always rumors and denials? There's never like just a sex tape straightforward. Just and- like – and then the sex tape comes out, and they're like, oh, Oops, guess I right. shouldn't have denied it. Exactly. So a company press release quoted in Gossip articles, articles today reads, Hustler is in the possession of the Rihanna and J. Cole sex tape. Media takeout claims to have received an anonymous sale offer along with screenshots which showed a woman with fiery red hair that resembled Rihanna giving brain to a man resembling brain. Is that slang for? Yeah, I guess it's. For all like brain dome. Okay. All that fun stuff. I don't even know this. For Jake to J. Cole, they both deny everything. She tweeted, We don't believe you. You need more people. And of course, an actual sex tape. And then she put hashtag slow news day. I love we'll the hashtag. See. I love the hashtag. We'll see if what happens if she has a sex tape. Would you watch the Rihanna sex tape? Feedback at sexdummy.com. People would wa- oh, and if you go to firetv.com, FYREtv.com, they have sex celebrity sex tapes too, which that was where I went right to celebrity sex tapes. I feel like that would be one of like the best parts of that site because I don't know. I feel like people are getting bored with celebrity sex tapes now. Yeah, they're like, who hasn't been naked? Who haven't we seen naked that's famous? People, we talked about this last week. Like, why is everyone like? What is this trend in exhibitionism and everyone wanting to be naked and making sex tapes? Like, is it because the proliferation of, like, camera, a cam- everyone phones got a camera, everyone's got videotapes, they think they're going to be famous, they think they're going to be the next what? Paris Hilton? I mean, she was the original sex tape success yeah. story, if you will. But then everyone else is starting. Or maybe people are just, like, with their partner, they're in that loving moment. They're like, let's just make this little sex tape and we'll never show anyone. And then next thing you know, it's on TMZ and the yeah, whole world right. is watching it. I don't know if I'd want to watch that, like, for myself. Right. Just, like, record it. Like, why not just, you know, have sex? Right. Why do I have to watch it? I mean, couples, couples, you know, it turns them on. They use it for their own thing. They watch themselves having sex and it's hot. I've never made a sex tape. But uh, I get that people do it, but just, like, delete it or keep your hands on it or don't break up with the guy and ever like forget that you made a sex tape but i think that's the problem people break up and yeah. then like you become famous and then your guy's gonna sell it that's what happened to kendra wilkinson oh yeah, right she's like i never thought i'd be famous right she never thought she'd be famous and then, and then her did her sex tape come out yeah it did right and yeah. it probably did well i think she made a lot of money on it maybe i should do a sex tape no just no. kidding i'm not gonna do one okay i am moving to new york after i read this story 
What? I'm going to move to New York. New York Jim Tout's oh. Corgasm class. A personal trainer in New York claims to have developed a workout routine which can bring female exercisers to orgasm during class. So sign me up. Uh, yeah, I actually used to have orgasms at the gym. Really? Yeah, years well, ago. Have you ever? Were you working out? I was or? working out. Okay. Okay, okay so there's this machine. There. Do you know that machine? It's like the thigh one. Oh, not the thigh one. Okay. Uh, You're like, oh, me too. No, not no, that. Okay. I do have a little story. Okay, good. That. Okay, so I'll tell my story. You tell your orgasm story at the gym. So the, the, the machine that you go like this with your, do you know, your thigh retractor, abductor. Yeah, yeah. And so you're sitting there and you're doing this with your, this is my thighs. And every time I did this machine, I would have an orgasm. And it was friggin' awesome. And I, and it would happen in like 30 seconds, which P.S., why can't that happen in real life? And um, it was amazing. For some reason, it doesn't happen anymore. I've like hopped on that machine like an old, kind of try to ride, ride it like an old boyfriend and it doesn't work anymore. But uh, anyway, this class is going to teach corgasms. So yeah. And then so what happened to you at the gym? Oh, so there's the ab crunching machine. Oh, where yeah. You, you know, you're just sitting on it. And I went, I was starting to go to the gym like every day, like working out really hard. And I got up to a certain weight on the ab gym. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, wow, this feels really good. And I was like, maybe it's the way I'm sitting. I was like, no, this feels like really good. And I had to stop because I almost like moaned in the middle of the gym. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing. I was like looking around and I like called up my friend like in the bathroom. I was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, oh my God. So I, next day, same thing happened. I, I ended up referring to that machine as my boyfriend at the gym. <laughs> Did but you I, let yourself ha- go through th- to the full orgasm no, next day? No, because. Because you'd be moaning. I'd be in the gym. Yeah. Right. But people, mo- I always real. I think that the grunts and the moans that people make at the gym are similar to their sex moans. Do you ever think that? Like when they're like, uh, 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 the men who are like up, the men who are like doing weights. I'm like, that's Maybe. their sex noise. I think about it next time you're at the gym. I feel like the the grunts you make during sex are similar to the grunts you make during. So maybe people would just think you were having a really tough ab Intense workout. workout. Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. Uh, okay, his corgasm class. Oh, I see. There's another page here. Okay. It's an ultra-challenging series of cardio and abdominal exercises that can lead to what's known as a corgasm, a full-body orgasm brought on simply through exercise. Not in the bedroom, but on the gym floor. One participant quoted in the New York Post calls it merely a little sensation you get, while another calls it very indescribable, same as having orgasm during sex. Wow. It's nice. It's nice. I'm going to move there. I'm going to at least go take it. Okay. Scientific American, frequent masturbation makes human species special and unique. So if you didn't think we were already special and unique, the, this conjuring ability to create fantasy scenes in our heads that literally bring us to orgasm when conveniently paired with our dexterous appendages is an evolutionary ma- magic trick that is uniquely human. He cites a, stu- a research study by evolutionary biologists which argue that frequent masturbation makes evolutionary sense. Because there is a shelf life for sperm cells, they remain viable for only five to seven days after production. And because adult human males manufacture a whopping three, three million sperm a day, masturbation is an involved strategy for shredding old sperm while making room for new sperm. So that's why we're different than animals, I guess, because we can masturbate, which is awesome. Speaking of that, I have a friend I was with the other night, and I, we've done stories on this before, but I don't think I ever had any friends who told me they could do this. This is just she can think her way to orgasm. Okay, I was getting really curious about where you were taking this. I was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My friend, she's like, "Oh yeah, I was I was G-chatting with my boyfriend and he said something really hot and she's like, "I had an orgasm at work." Like just sitting at her desk. 
So I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. I guess they call it thinking off. Yeah, thinking off. Yeah. Exactly. We were watching this documentary on it uh, at my house. Thinking off. And I I, I want to think off. That would be so nice. Okay, here's my list. I want to think off. I want a nipple orgasm. I do. It's the second most common orgasm. And okay. I should have one. So and it's the same um, as like, you know, the breast orgasm. Yeah, it's okay. breast orgasm. Like a nipple breast through your breast. Like second most common orgasm. I think there's a lot of, I don't know. I'm going to try thinking myself off. But anyway, my friend did it. And I'm like, I hate you. Jealous. And um, that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, you can think off. A lot of, a lot of women can. I've, I've heard this before because it's like for women, if you didn't know this and you haven't heard me say this before, the brain is the largest sex organ. So it has nothing to do, I mean, the clitoris has thousands of nerve endings and all that, but really uh, our brain, like turn us on through our brain. That's why women like dirty talk. That's why we like to be complimented. That's why we like to be told, just talk to during sex. And we and that's why a lot of times men who like write well or can write a sexy text or write a sexy emails or whatever, like get us going. Yeah, that's why they say like women fall in love with words. I do fall in yeah. love. I've done that. Have you? I dated like so many writers and then I realized, like, words are not actions, and actions are more important than words. So just yeah. because a guy can write, but for a long time, I'd have these guys that would just, like, sweep me off my feet with these amazing emails. Some would write stories. They would text me. They would whatever. And I'm just like, that is just, that's not all there is. But it's hot. Okay. Officials cave to sex strike agree to pave road. Local authorities today agree to appease the women of the Colombian town of Barbacos, Barbacosa, Barbacoas. The women who, in effort to get a road to their own town paved, spent the last 38 days, oh, so we talked about this when it first started, 38 days swearing off sex in a so-called strike of crossed legs. So these women want this road to get paved in Colombia, and they swore off having sex with their husbands or their partners. And it worked. Yeah. The community is aware there are always many promises made here that have never been kept. Why bring children to this world when they can just die without medical attention, one of the leaders explained. But did it work? Does it say it worked? Yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they agreed to pay the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Slow Monday. Awesome. These women were withholding sex from their men. It just goes to show. Wasn't um, the slut walk? What in, was the slut walk in New York? Was no, it? I want to go to New York for that too. I, it was. I don't know where it was. And orgasm class. Yeah. Um, I guess they had the slut walk when one of the this uh, political figures said something about how women should stop dressing provocatively if they don't want to be raped. He said that he said it's basically their fault for being raped. And so all these like, quote unquote, sluts had, had this like walk and, you know, a bunch of men like came to help them and support oh, them. And it, I don't it just reminded me of that. Like, yeah, totally. Like when, there was like their way, their way of protesting, you know, because women, we hold a lot of power in our vagina, which I learned a lot about at my sex retreat this weekend, which I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Just can't wait to sex hear about I know. Aren't you excited? I, I came know. in this morning and I was like, I have so much to talk about my sex retreat that I don't even like, I can't even talk about it today. I know. You didn't even like tell me anything. I couldn't tell you anything because I, I'm still processing. It was like so intense. It was like three days of two days, two and a half days of sex, sex, sort of sex retreat. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Man stabs roommate over loud sex. A South Carolina man faces assault charges after being accused of stabbing a roommate who complained about the man's loud sex. Russell Williams Shepard, 40, stabbed his 58-year-old roommate in the hand, police said. Wow. The victim had yelled at Shepard and a female counterpart to keep it down, prompting Shepard to attack him. I mean, this goes on in San Francisco a lot. The walls are so... We have really old structures here. So I feel like big. a lot of my friends live in apartments. that are the, my, the walls in my building 
are so thin. I have lesbians next door and lesbians downstairs just happen to be that way. I don't know, whatever. And they have the loudest moaning because women, female orgasms, should they both or it's kind of hot. I got to be honest. I had a male friend at my house once, just like some guy I worked with. And he was like, are those two women having sex? Like he didn't want to leave. Like it's super hot in my building. But anyway, I never would want to stab him because I think it's hot. But it is a problem. I mean, you have like the whole like having like I'm so glad I don't have roommates anymore because you really yeah. like using vibrators, like ha- worrying about sex. But my- the walls are so thin in my building that I feel like I know my neighbors can hear me having sex. And so I just want to live in the woods or something, live in the wilderness so I can just have sex really loudly and scream so my ass off. when you had that mandatorium for that six months? Yeah, they were psyched. That must have. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 because I wasn't making noise. Oh, yeah. that must oh, have Oh, no, what? no, no. For you, that must have sucked, like, hearing all that. Like, exactly. You know, that like, is <sighs> such a good point. I, I So last year, I had a manatorium, which is like a moratorium, but I gave up men. I gave up men for a while, six months about it. And, yeah, I would get totally turned on, but I have my vibe. I still masturbated. That's true. Yeah. And um, so, but I know they can hear me having sex, but that's just part of city living, is, like, hearing people having sex. But you stabbed them. I mean, there must have been something else going on. Can't imagine stabbing yeah. your roommate. Maybe he pisses his roommate for something else too. There has to be something else. I know, but it's hard sometimes during sex when you have to like curb yourself because you know someone else is listening. I hate, I hate having to hold myself back during sex, but I do it because I like right now one of the guys I'm dating, the guy I'm dating, the the guy I'm dating, not one of the guys I'm dating, the guy I'm dating has roommates. Really? But I haven't dated the guy with roommates in a long time. See, at least it's not as bad as actual room roommates. Um, so oh, like in college, yeah, my, um, my best friend, her boyfriend lives in a fraternity and apparently they have sex with his roommate in the bed above them. Oh my God. Yeah. I did that once. Really? I'm apparently like, oh it my God. Oh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. We did a lot. It was freshman year of college and I went to visit my boyfriend at his college and at the time, I was dating a guy in another school. And I think we were so drunk, we didn't realize that his roommate was in the loft above us. Ooh. And then, you know, the drunken sex. And then the roommate was like, can you guys keep it down? But I'm sure that happens all the time. Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. That was like, yeah. Well, when they way. have, like, one room and there's, like... what? Do, no. Yeah, where do you have sex? I'm trying to figure out, like... I guess you have sex in weird places in college. Yeah. Like well, the library? What do you do? You got to wait till the roommate's out. Yeah. Oh, pain. Okay. Anyway, don't stab anyone, though, because it's just sex. Okay. (laughs) Shocking sex records. We've got some shocking sex records here that might shock you. Average male loses virginity, or they might just titillate you, or they might just interest you. Shocking. Average male loses virginity at 16 years old, 16.9 years old. So that means there's people having sex at like 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And females lose their virginity at 17.4 years old. I thought the average male number would be lower. I thought that they would be younger. Really? Yeah, like 15, but maybe not. I don't know. When I was that age, I pretty much didn't even know what sex was. Right, 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 right. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 18. Okay. Almost 19. Oh, yeah, 18. I was 17. Really? So that's pretty so, yeah. I guess I'm average. You're average. And it hasn't changed. That's amazing. I waited, though. I was with a guy for like nine months, and I waited. Really? That's yeah, good. I know. I was like, I'm yeah. not going to be. I'm going to give it up and whatever. And then I can't imagine, up. like, having sex in high school. Where would you have, like, college is hard. High school is even worse. I know. I We were, oh, my God. This is where I first had sex. I My first sexual experience was on a waterbed. A water bed. Who the hell has a water bed? Like his older brother had like 
a really old waterbed and we had sex in his older brother's bed when his parents, like after work, after, you know, high school, you get out at like three or something or, and the parents were still working Yeah, and we used a condom and what happened was we had sex and it was like, I can totally remember it. It's funny. It was like, eh, like it's not. It kind of hurts a little. You're kind of whatever, confused. You don't expect. I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't like, oh, my God. But by mistake, we left the condom. Ooh. Like, and it got lost in the waterbed, like, underneath. And then his brother found it and then was like, you guys are having sex in my bed, da 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 and the condom. So always throw away your condoms. We th- exactly. Yeah. But we would always have sex, like, before the parents got home from work. Really? Yeah. So I guess, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. You find people are having so yeah, it's not that hard, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So man on average has seven partners. Women have four. Really? That's it? It seems really low. Really low. But then but you, you take in consideration those people who like wait for get, marriage. Wait for marriage, get or, married, yeah. get married to their high school sweetheart or get married to their college sweetheart. Um, that number seems low, especially by most people that I know. But... I know I'm just lots and whores. Just kidding. Okay, not really. Porn star Houston had sex with 62 men in 24 hours. Who's Houston? That's her name? Yeah, it was just Houston. Just Houston. 62 men in 24 hours. Ouch. Wouldn't right? it be chafed? That's a lot of lube right there. Lots of lube, lots of condoms. Hopefully lots of condoms. Lube's underrated. So six, lube is so underrated. Do you love lube? I love I lube. I love lube. I want everyone to have lube. I want everyone to try. Okay, do this for me. You know how like you – I think that – tell me if I'm wrong. If this is – if this is Lauren, if this is your perception. But I feel like people think that lube is like an afterthought. Like we'll use lube if it's dry, if she's dry, if I can't get the penis in the vagina. But people don't realize like lube feels good on your breasts. Lube feels good at, definitely on your clitoris. Lube feels good mm-hmm. to put over the condom before you put it in. Lube is just like should be part of your sexual repertoire. So go buy some right now at adamneve.com. Yeah, I definitely feel like, especially with like the younger crowd, people think of lube as more, oh, like she's not wet. Right, like, like something's kind of, wrong. Yeah, it's almost embarrassing. But, it's like getting a Band-Aid. Yeah, yeah. And, but then like lube enhances everything so much. So much. So much. I, I, I'm on a crusade. I really am. I want to like bring lube to the world. Like I want everyone to know how how great so just go buy some go buy some you can buy it anywhere um buy it at adamneve.com they just sent me this huge bottle of lube that has a pump so it's kind of yeah, awesome it's awesome um, but you could see what kind you want and um yeah use lube a lot how do we get into that oh porn star houston yeah. <laughs> she has sex with two people we hope she used a lot of lube but yeah lube is underrated so just try that this you know i give you sex tips throughout the show um if you've got some lube sitting around like Try to add it. Like, try to do, use a little bit before you stick your penis inside of her vagina. Like, or start with a massage or something. Start with a massage. Massages yeah. are the best. I love massages. The massages, massages are underrated, too. Like, mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It feels so good. Love lube. I'm getting turned on by talking about it, kind of. <laughs> okay. And it's safe, too, versus, like, spitting or yeah. something. Yeah, like, that's what most people, people use saliva, spit. but saliva lasts, like, two seconds. And it's so disgusting. Your mouth is so... So many germs. So many germs. I know. So lube little bottles you can like stick it in your bag or something oh my god my dog is really cute sleeping on the floor love her i have a dog as you all know i haven't talked about her in like a week which is good okay michelle monahan of la holds the record of most semen ingested swallowed 1.7 pints of semen and had to get her stomach pumped oh god it's a lot of semen that's a lot of semen oh my my god God. (laughs) can you imagine was it for like a dare you think 
Why would she? Why? Why would you do that? She had her stomach pump. Bummer. Okay, the biggest orgy was in Japan with two hundred and fifty couples going at it. I would that love to be a fly a on that orgy wall. <laughs> it's a lot of people having sex. Mayor Simone, fifty-four, calls herself a sex surrogate and has devoted her working life to helping people overcome problems in the bedroom. As a qualified sex therapist, she has given lessons to more than 10,000 clients having penetrative sex with 1,500 of them. So sex surrogates are, are actually exist, and, and really? a lot of couples hire them. Yeah, so maybe she's just the most famous because she has been with so many couples. But this is something that you could do. They are out there. They're not so easy to find, but you could email me at feedback at sexism.com. A lot of couples have sex issues, right? Like um, man does not please his partner, woman can't orgasm, he has premature ejaculation, whatever your sex issue is. And people hire a surrogate to come in and sleep with their partner and then they watch. They watch them have sex. So they can learn. I'm kind of like torn on that. I feel like in one way, oh, it's not really a good idea. Like right. you're having like, you're basically cheating on purpose but then on the other side it's like it sounds like a great idea right it's a great idea like why mess around like i i used to know people who yeah who who did this who did sex surrogate and um yeah and i am at the sex school now getting my phd and there's some we talk we had a sex surrogate come talk to us i mean i think that would be such an interesting job to have that you have to like but it helps tons of couples. So it's another option for people if you never, if you're having sex issues, a sex target. Yeah, I bet it would be great, like when you have that one problem that you can't really say right. to your partner, but like, you know, they can definitely exactly. say it. Exactly. They come in and they're like, I'll show you how to bang her. Yeah. No, no feelings hurt. No feelings hurt. No, you got it. But you got to be strong. You got to be confident. You got to have, you got to feel the jealousy slip away, all that stuff. Okay. Amber Heard of the Playboy Club explains to Playboy magazine that while she's in a three year relationship with a woman, she doesn't want to be categorized as bisexual or lesbian. I understand what she's saying, but I have to wonder if the fact that she's an actress playing largely straight roles has anything to do with the hesitation here. I don't know. People labels. Who cares? I don't know. People always want people don't want to be labeled anymore. I guess it like hurts their image in the entertainment industry. Like, I mean, if you saw Ellen DeGeneres playing like in a movie, right? Like playing a straight woman, it'd be kind of hard to right. And she's a Playboy. Yeah. She's in the Playboy Club, so she doesn't want to be known as a lesbian. Yeah. Although. I get it. Oh, well, is it Neil what? Patrick Harris? Maybe. Is that him from... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, from... Yeah, he's gay and... From Mother? What about my mother? Yeah, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And I think he makes a great little playboy on the show. Does he? Is he, I, play, he plays a straight guy? Yeah, he plays a straight guy. He does an awesome job. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. I've but then he came it. out like after the right. character was like established. Yeah, we have imaginations and who isn't gay? Everyone's gay or bisexual these days, right? Okay, we got... We're, we're cruising along here. We're going to get into some um, emails. From listeners, that was great sex in the news. That was lots of news for your Monday morning. Okay, so we're gonna have to save the craziest penis and vagina accidents for another uh-huh. day. So you'll have to tune in. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Okay, let's get into some emails here. All right, some topics include the 30 day masturbation challenge, the elusive G spot, Kegel exercises, and oral sex te- oral sex techniques on women. One of my favorite topics. Hmm. Hi, guys. Totally love the show. I'm 18, about to graduate from high school, and I'm still exploring sex. But your show has definitely helped me out. I'm currently planning on doing a 30-day challenge to masturbate every night to try to achieve the ultimate orgasm. I've orgasmed before through masturbation and through sex, but I want to find a way to orgasm every single time. I just want to know what you and Menace or any of your guests thought of having a friends with benefits 
I really, I've recently started a relationship with a guy that is purely sexual, and I'm really enjoying it. I know that many people don't like the idea of friends with benefits or always think that it will turn out something more. Well, thanks for reading. Keep up the great work. Chale. Okay, first, let me get into the 30-day masturbation challenge. Let me explain what it is because I've mentioned it on the show before. So it basically comes from my best friend in college. And she had never had an orgasm before. And she was determined to have an orgasm. And she spent 30 days. She actually was um, – it was during the summer and she had an internship in another state. And she just decided that every single night she was going to masturbate to have an orgasm, to figure out – and like to have like a, like a G-spot orgasm or all kinds of orgasms. Like she just – I don't think she'd ever had one. And every day for 30 days, she, like, got in there. Like, sometimes she would spend an hour. Sometimes she would spend 15 minutes. But she, every single night, and finally, like, she did it. Like, she figured out her own body. Because I think that women, so many times there's, like, this illusion that the man is supposed to bring the orgasm. And the man is supposed to be, like, you know, there's a saying, like, that women believe, someday my prince will come and so will I. Meaning that a guy's going to show up and he's going to give you that ultimate orgasm when really it's it's the woman's responsibility to know her own body. So my friend spent 30 days and she, till this day, we're still best friends, has amazing sex life, multiple orgasms every time. And I always wonder if it's because she spent those 30 days like really, because when do you do that? Like 30 days, like we talked about this, like sometimes you masturbate like twice a week or like, you know, do it for a few weeks, but to really get into it. So I'm very happy for you, Charlie, that you're doing that. And also, Friends with benefits. Okay, what do I think of it? I think I think it's great you're enjoying it right now. Usually friends with benefits relationships start out great. Like, we're just having casual sex. You know, I don't have to go meet their parents at Christmas. And I don't have to buy them a birthday present. Or I don't have to go see his, meet his coworkers at the holiday party or whatever it is. There's no requirements, right? There's no strings attached. It's friends with benefits. But ultimately, it does seem that somebody ends up having feelings more feelings in the next. So as long as you you stay open and communicative with each other and you talk about it um, and someone's feelings doesn't change, and I'm I'm happy for you that you're enjoying it. Have you ever had a friend's benefits relationship? You know what? I have. And, and? it was actually the best sex I've ever had. <laughs> so I can't really, like, hate on it. Um, it was, like, it was, like, nine months. And so, there was, and neither one of you committed to each other. Neither one of us committed. We were like best friends. We'd even like talk about the dates we went on. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and we would just laugh about it. And it actually ended because, um, not because we had feelings for each other, but because we were convinced that we the other had feelings for the other one. So we wanted to keep things neutral, and we got in this little argument. Wow. And then it just ended. So, so he thought that you were flipped over him, and you thought that he was flipped over you. Yeah, because you know. We started picking up like relationship type things, right, like, right, right. But you know, it was, and you just didn't want to go there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it can work. I think you just have to be. I've been in a ton of them. <laughs> it depends on the person. It does depend on the person, and usually one person ends up wanting more, but not you. But that's typical. But I think you can make it work again if you keep communicating. And I mean, like once a week you check in because it just can get messy. Like little things can like change that. Completely. Yeah, little things change, and then eventually, like you have to realize that you're like, oh, I'm cool. It's all cool and groovy. Friends with benefits, like. I'm sleeping with other people and he's sleeping with other people. But eventually, like, if one person gets into a relationship and then they're like, sorry, we can't do this anymore, it can hurt. So just be just be careful. Watch your heart. All right. Hey, Emily, really enjoy your new format and find myself working my schedule around the live broadcast. I have a female orgasm question. My wife is only able to have a clitoral orgasm but wants to achieve the elusive G-spot orgasm. 
dumb male question. How would you describe the, each of the two orgasms from your experience? Both of us are curious. Thanks. You're the best. Dean. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, he's a premium Friends with Benefits member. So I don't think I've mentioned Friends with Benefits yet. If you become a Sex with Friends Benefits member, um, Dean, I'll get to your question in a second. But if you become a Friends with Benefits member, you can watch the show. You get four Sex with shows a week, which are each an hour long. You get lots of perks. You get exclusive videos. We're, like, growing the program all the time. And it's only 15 cents a day, four ninety five a month. And your emails get answered right away. So you can just keep sending them to me. See, send me your questions. I'm like your sex therapist. I'm here for you anytime you want it. So just become a Friends of Benefits member. We so appreciate you supporting the show. You're awesome. Go to sexwithemily.com. Okay, Dean, how do I explain this? Okay. So from my experience, um, oftentimes, so, so there's the clitoral orgasm and there's like the G-spot more internal orgasm. And the, the they often say, just so you know, that the, the um, that, the, that you need to have a clitoral orgasm first before you can have the G-spot orgasm. And that's typical how it works. But that didn't work for you, right? No, we talked about this on Friday. Yeah, okay, Lauren is lucky. She didn't have to go through the whole clitoral thing until <laughs> no. she had the G-spot orgasm. But a lot of women need to be um, have their clitoris stimulated in order to um, have the G-spot orgasm. And I would say that it's different for every woman, Dean, so it's so hard to answer. But like for me, it's more of like, the clitoral, like they're both amazing. Like they're both amazing orgasms. But like the G spot orgasm is more, it is more internal and it's more full bodied. I that, guess that's a perfect way to say it. It spreads throughout your entire body. Yeah, like fingers to toes, head. I think, I think like a clitoral um, orgasm is more of like a surface orgasm, right? But I mean, both feel awesome. But awesome. <laughs> I'm no at. complaints. No complaints. Yeah, but yeah, would you say it's more through your whole body? Yeah, it's more just draining i think yeah in a good way in a good way draining yeah. and it drains you and you want to fall asleep and whatever but i don't think that either one is better than the other one multiple ones are best multiple <laughs> orgasms are awesome um yeah i love multiple that's what you should too. aim for that's what we should aim for yeah exactly and a lot of women can learn to have multiple orgasms so um you shouldn't limit yourself with one i know a lot of people think that's a lot of work whatever but you can train yourself to do that so uh work on that dean with your wife uh Hope that answered your question. I think it did. And it is elusive, but oh, here's one more thing. If you do want to work, Dean, with your wife and achieving the G-spot orgasm, it's going to be just like the 30-day masturbation challenge. Like you guys should set a limit, like a time, like once a week or twice a week or however often you're having sex. You spend time with your fingers, like going up there and to the G-spot and just stimulating it with your finger first, because that's a lot of times how women first have their first G-spot orgasm, except for Lauren annoying um but uh that's how they that's how they do it so i would just say like start playing with it start playing around a lot of times you feel like she's gonna pee maybe like she has different sensations i mean some women don't feel can't don't do it but i I think it doesn't happen right away like it and i think that people get frustrated in their life they think i tried a few times and i'm done and i'm just one of those women who can't do it and i would say that every woman should keep trying don't ever give up that's a good way to put it like the whole like peeing thing because Seriously, I would start freaking out while I was having sex because like, oh my gosh, I have to pee. Like, I need to stop. And then I was yeah. like, oh wait, no, I'm just having an orgasm. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You feel like you have to pee. So that's how I'd explain it, explain it to you. Okay. Emily, how's it going? I've been doing the Kegel Camp iPhone, iPhone exercises for a week. About three a day. I'm actually finding it's making me come quicker. Is that because I haven't given my PC muscles time to rest or will it take time? I'm at level three if that helps. Ha ha, Andre. So I have an app called Kegel Camp. You can buy it um, in the iTunes store or on your iPhone. 
And it helps with kegel exercises, which help men and women with their sex life. It helps men have stronger, longer, more intense orgasms. It helps them with erection um, issues. And it helps women have stronger, more intense orgasms as well. I don't think that it should make you orgasm quicker, Andre. I'm wondering if that's if that's why. Um, maybe you're more turned on because you're using those muscles a lot. And so... Um, I don't know. I mean, are you getting turned down when you're... Because some people have emailed me and said I'm doing the PC exercises and I'm getting an erection or whatever. But I've not heard this, that that would be related. Um, it's supposed to make you actually ejaculate slower. So I'm wondering, are you using... Your, are you actually using your Kegel muscles during sex to stop? Because that's what you're supposed to do when you feel you're about to orgasm. You train yourself to, like, use those muscles. So I would think that that wouldn't be happening, but keep me posted. And I don't know if that's why. Are you with a new partner? That could also be it. If you're with a new partner and it's really exciting and sex is hot, you know, you might ejaculate a lot quicker. I don't know. But thanks for downloading the app. Totally appreciate it. I wish my boyfriend or my ex-boyfriend had that app. Really? (laughs) Why? Was he premature? Yeah. Really? How, How premature when you say premature? Like... I remember when we first started having sex, he was like, oh, don't like just a couple more months and I swear it'll be better. I was like, I don't want to wait a couple more months. <laughs> like how how quick would he? Probably like like, a, like two, a minute, two minutes. Yeah, like between like a minute and two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that too with a guy and I dated him for two years. Really? So <laughs> there's, there's hope. There's hope. Multi-orgasmic man is an amazing, amazing book. Can't I always forget the author, but um, multi-orgasmic, you know, you can find anything on Amazon or wherever. It is a great book, and it is the book to help men with premature ejaculation. And um, there's lots of – I talked a lot about this on Friday. Was it Friday show or Thursday show? It was was either Thursday or Friday show. I talked a lot about this. Um, So you got to go check out those shows. But um, I gave tons of tips on how to help yourself with premature ejaculation. But I don't think that that's why you're having it, I think, is because of the Kegel exercises. Okay. Hey, Emily. I read around techniques for going down in a girl. Please discuss this one for me. Have you heard of it before? Do you think it would feel good? Menace, have you done it before? Menace isn't here today, but spread her lips open and cup her clit into your mouth so it seals off to create suction. Apply a small amount of suction and flick her clit with your tongue. Make sure the suction is constant and her clit is totally sealed with your open mouth. Thanks, Emily and Menace. Let me know. Carlos from Florida. Sounds hot to me. I just got turned on this I just got turned on too. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. We just got turned on. We didn't experience it. But, like, the suction and the flicking of the clit, I say try it and let us know how it works. Um, the important thing about oral sex in a woman is to, like, mix it up. And to, and, and definitely softer, I think, is, 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 is a way to go with women. Like, softer is yeah. better. No? Not with you? No, no, no. I, I think definitely think the softer is better. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, not too soft, but still like. Right. A little bit softer. and um, It's tender down there. Come on. It's your mouth. And, but some women don't like direct contact to their clitoris. Some women, it's painful, actually. So I would just try it out slowly and see with each step of this, like spreading up her lip sounds good. Cup her clit with your mouth sounds good. And seal it off to create suction. And then small amount. It sounds hot. Yeah. As long as you have a plan when you go down there and you're not just like you know, winging it, doing whatever. Right. Like, I think, you know, do your research, you know. Right. Know what feels good for her. It's important to mix it up. Yeah, because 
I think the worst thing is having a guy like try to do something down there and you're just like, um, yeah, what are you doing? Are you done yet? Exactly. So we've asked her for her feedback. Try it a little bit. Don't go into a whole thing and see how it feels. Oh, Carlos is a premium member. I didn't mention that. Carlos is a friends with benefits premium member. Thank you, Carlos. So appreciate it. Okay. Mm. Now. Okay. Wait. I think we're going to, um, God, do we have time for the cheating? Like, Oh, we've been on. Yeah, we do. Let's move into the cheating tips. Uh-uh. Okay. Not cheating tips. <laughs> che- oh, no. We did a show. Um, I'll tell you exactly when we did it so you can go back. We don't endorse not, cheating. Well, we don't endorse cheating. On August 15th, we did a show about cheating. And we did a lot of stuff of why do we cheat. We did statistics on cheating. We talked about reasons why men cheat, reasons why women cheat. And now we're going to talk about signs if your partner is cheating. So if you want to go back and find that episode, you can. Number one, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. This is one of the most consistent things a cheating partner will say. Your partner may have a deep loving bond with you, but intense feelings of passion can override the bond with you and cause your partner to lose sight of his or her true feelings. I'd say uh, that's either a sign that he's cheating or she's cheating or just a sign that you guys need some work and the relationship isn't so great. You don't want to hear that someone's not in love with you anymore. Number two, we are just friends. If your partner is spending more and more time with his new friend of the opposite sex, then there's probably more to it than a mere friendship. Now, I don't know. I mean, these are just signs. These are not absolutes. But I don't know. When it, It's hard when you're dating someone, like a guy makes a new BFF at work, a new girlfriend, and they're together all the time. And it's hard not to get jealous, but not every guy is a cheater. So he could have good new friends, but it's something to look out for. Yeah, that's tricky. That's a tricky one. Uh, okay, number three, signs your partner is cheating, a sudden need for privacy. If things the two of you used to share openly suddenly become private, pay attention because something might be up. If you ask why or attempt to find out information that used to be common knowledge between the two of you, you will be accused of snooping or try to controlling your partner. So if suddenly, like, there's a password on the phone, like, changes the password, whatever, like, not letting you know what he's doing or she's doing, your partner might be cheating. I feel like that's a big one right there. Right, right. Like all of a sudden, like there's like little mini secrets. Number four, I need some space to figure out my feelings. Men and women who are involved with someone else will request more space, time alone away from the family. This can be a sign there's someone else and the partner is trying to figure out ways to have more freedom. This can also be a people say that sometimes when the relationship isn't working. So it doesn't always mean that they're cheating, but they might be cheating. Never know. Regular work habits change. Working late. Going to work at out hours or putting in more time than is normal on work-related issues can be indications that your partner is cheating. Hmm. Staying late at work, not coming home, whatever, um, more hours. But it could also mean that, you know, there's a new project at work or they got a new boss. But just like these are all things you can just kind of be like, hmm. Spending a large amount of time at the computer. In today's world with modern technology, a person looking for an affair doesn't even have to leave their home. If your partner's online more than usual, hanging out in chat rooms, visiting pornographic websites, you might have a reason to be alarmed. But he might also just be masturbating a lot or have a lot of work to do. These are one all of those, kind like, of... Yeah. One of those new internet hobbies, you know, like, oh, chat rooms about, like, I don't know, like... Fly cars. fishing. Yeah, fly fishing. Cars, motorcycles, whatever. But these are just signs you can look at. Number seven, secretive phone calls and more time spent on the phone. Emotional affairs occur primarily via the phone, especially cell phones. 
hanging up suddenly when you enter the room or erasing the call history on the cell phone is suspicious. Yeah, I feel like if there's like a blank call history, you're like, I wonder what I wasn't right. supposed to see there. I know. People are just like in the habit of like deleting. I think men is like deletes everything no matter what. Like I like keeping my track record yeah. of calls and of e texts. No, I do. I remember my mom said like, if you don't want anyone to know something, don't ever put it in writing. Like that's number one rule. She's absolutely right. Yeah. If you don't want other people to know, just don't put it in writing right. to anyone. Or don't talk about it live on a radio show every yeah. day about your, about your yeah. sex life. Uh, yeah, which is what I do. Okay. Behavior that just doesn't add up. Behavior doesn't add up. Not being where he or she is expected to be. Missing times they can't explain. Being caught in little lies about the details of the day. Mm-hmm. I've been with guys like that, yeah. Really? Yeah, there's just like the guys that you date that are cheaters and women, they're cheaters. I think that it's like a genetic thing too. I think some people are cheaters. I think you can be a reformed cheater, but some people cheat, some people don't. But these are just things you can look, look for in it. Okay, so we've got a few more minutes. We can talk about how to confront your possible cheating partner. Choose the place. If you decide to confront your spouse, you need to do it in a place that will provide you the most safety and comfort. Don't surround yourself with friends. Your partner might become especially angry at the accusation, especially if it's true. Have proof. If you decide to confront your spouse with his or her infidelity, have proof. An accusation without proof is only an accusation based on feeling. So I guess if you got like phone, I don't know, the phone stuff or something, you find something on the email or you heard through, I don't know. Have support when you decide to confront your partner. Realize it could be the end of the relationship. It's possible that your spouse will beg for forgiveness. It's also possible your partner will look in the eyes, admit he or she is having an affair, and initiate the breakup. Whatever the case, you have to have emotional support at hand. Menace says if a guy, if a, if a woman cheats at him, he would just dump that person right away, like no holds barred. And I feel like, I don't know what I would do. It depends on the person, the situation, the relationship. Like maybe I've been unavailable. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of things that go into cheating. It's hard to say that you would blanketly end it with someone, but it's also not a great feeling. And it's very, very hard to repair a relationship after cheating. I know many couples who have done it and many couples who have failed at it. But it also depends on what the machinations of your relationship is. So uh, I think that's what we got time for. I think we got to go. Uh Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Anything yeah, else, thank Sarah? You. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Sex Family. Remember, every day, Monday through Friday, except Wednesday, you can listen to Sex Family from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And some days you can call in. Not today, but days you can call in. And also, please go vote for us, sfweekly.com poll. You'll see their poll. It's the web, It's the SF Weekly Awards. Go to item 20, select Sex with Emily. Then you got to scroll to the next page or something and click Submit. We totally appreciate. We want to. We 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 feel that we are the best podcast in San Francisco, and we would love your support in supporting that. And thanks everyone for becoming friends, benefits member, and for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com.